Welcome back to another episode of My Mortgage Guy. I'm Jesse Earl with my loan officer, Nick Kasha. Nick, how are we doing tonight? I'm good. You can call me your mortgage guy because that's the title of the episode or title of the show. Well, you are a loan officer too, though. I am. That's true. So stop being an idiot. Okay. Okay. Let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about this actually season one probably or at least uh, a portion of this. Uh, let's talk about uh, first-time home buyers. Yes. Uh, there's things that have changed. Right. Since we... You know, probably talking season one. Yeah, it was, um, it was three years ago. Yeah, so what's, uh, so is there different packages? There's different laws now. There's different, what is it now? Correct, yeah. This is my idea to kind of uh, do this because things have changed recently. Um, basically, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which are the two conventional loan um, companies, mm. that they're uh, what's called GSEs or uh, government sponsored entities, whatever. Yeah. They're quasi private companies, but they're backed by the government. They're they're putting a big emphasis on first time buyers, mm-hmm. and they came out with rules basically to challenge the FHA, um, to get more market share of that first time buyer, the the person who's a little less qualified, uh, versus like a second or third time buyer. Yep. They they want more of these people in. They try to make it more affordable. It's kind of what the the federal government's guiding them to do to make. Uh, you know, buying a home a little, I don't want to say easier, but cheaper for people, essentially. Um, So what are they doing? So what they did was they adjusted what's called uh, loan level pricing adjustments. So LLPA is the acronym. Um, These are different different fees that basically go into your loan. When you have, uh, with the the FHA, there really aren't many adjustments. You put 3.5% down. You're buying the house. If your credit score is 640 or it's 800, you're pretty much going to get the same rate. Um, you're going to get the same MI. Right. You, things are pretty flat across the board. Um, with the conventional loans, though, you, historically, the higher your credit was, the it didn't matter how much you made, what type of loan. If you were if you were a first-time buyer or a fifth-time buyer, as long as you had really high credit, you would just get – um, and you qualified, obviously, mm-hmm. you would get um, rewarded for that. So you'd get higher, uh, you get lower interest rates than somebody with a lower credit score. Um, you get lower PMI payments. There's like a bunch of things that would go into it. But now they basically took away the, those excess fees mm-hmm. um, for it, that, that basically punished you. So now if you're a first time buyer and your credit score is a little lower, yeah. Um, those LLPAs are, are taken away. I think it's a, if you have over 660 of a credit score. I got to check on that. But mm-hmm. um, essentially, if you make under 100% of the median income of whatever city or town you're trying to buy in that area, mm-hmm. uh, you qualify for this. Even if you don't, you don't have to apply for anything extra. You don't have to take any class. You don't do anything. It just automatically updates your file that you are a first-time buyer you make under the the median income that's already baked into all of our systems that we um, we process loans with and we we figure out loans with, and it, it when we do a pricing update, it's going to show that you know it's going to give us only the fee uh, the rates that are going to be much lower than if you're a second time buyer or you make over that that income yeah. limit. So like, you're not gonna it's not going to be like you're gonna. You know your rate today because you don't qualify because you already own a home is going to be six and a half percent, and this person's rate is going to be four percent. Right. But you're going to see a difference of like if your rate's six and a half, they might be at six point one two five percent with no points, yeah. where you would have to pay a point or a point and a half to get there. So it's like um, it's more of an incentive to be to get a conventional loan. 
it's more of an incentive to use their programs. They want kind of more market share in that first-time buyer. Loan. Um, and and it, it, there's a couple caveats that go along with it. It, ha- it has to be a primary residence, so you, obviously yeah. you have to live there. First-time buyer, make under a certain amount. Yeah. Definitely have over, you know, they have a minimum credit score standard. Is there a bracket for, like, the certain amount you have to make under or whatever? Yeah, so it, it all depends on every every. Uh, is it based on like it's location? Pre- or yeah, it's based out- on location. So every I think it's county, or it could be city or town has a has a median imp- uh, price. So if you're looking at like Pawtucket, Rhode Island, yeah, versus Boston, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. the median income of Pawtucket might be, uh, let's say ninety thousand. I'm just throwing random numbers out there. But Boston, if you're in the south end of Boston, the median yeah. income might be two hundred fifty thousand dollars there. Mm-hmm. And they take all that into examples through like the census and, okay. and how you make money. So, so every every town or should I say county has a threshold. Yes. And is it automatic? Like if I'm buying a house for the first time, and I make eighty grand. Yep. Uh, the the loan officer should know. Like when is going to effect? Yeah. Uh, this just went into effect. I think January first or fourth or something like that. I went to okay. effect. Um. The loan officer will know, and in our pricing system, which most companies, we use this thing called Optimal Blue. Uh, a lot of companies have, they might have proprietary ones or whatever, but this is like a standard one. When you plug in the pricing, when you plug in like the zip code of where you're buying, yep. um, your information is already in there because we're doing, like during the application process, we get all your, your income. That's already in the system. It can tell if you're a first-time buyer as well. Mm-hmm. When we put that in and we try to get the uh, the rate quote for you, it'll automatically show us this, the rate with, for the first-time buyer stuff. Okay. And not, like, the other rates won't even process because you automatically qualify for this new program. So if I'm being if I'm a buyer, is there anything I should be doing on my my own end to make sure that this is like it works for you? Is there, or is there yeah? Is there anything? It's not not really. Is there I anything mean, I can go anywhere I can go to to, to see like what the median income? Yeah, you, can, you, you literally can Google it. It's on. Okay. It's online. Um, it's it depends where you're buying, what city, what 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 state. Um, they're all going to be a little. They might be a little bit different. Usually, they they fall in the same kind of. Uh, if you're in the like same state, same area, you're going to fall in the same. Okay, because I was going to say like I could imagine some people like oh, I'll go a town over. Uh, yeah, it, it could, could little... it could change for sure, but it, I don't I haven't seen that really where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, there might be a little bit of a difference between the towns, but not not I mean, too from crazy the, from the smallest state. I mean, I yeah, exactly. Imagine, but, like, but like if you're obviously if you're in California, the difference between yeah. you know three counties could be drastic. So. Right. Um, but yeah, you could definitely check on it, and then um, and you still get rewarded for your better credit score. Mm. It's just that you don't like. Your PMI, your, your mortgage insurance payment is going to be lower because you get you they they reward you for a lower credit score. Um, so yeah, that's that's just one thing that helped out. There's other programs as well for first time buyers because um, I want to talk about a few of them. I mean, the FHA is is definitely a go to. You don't have to be a first time buyer to use the FHA, but that's who it's kind of designed for. Where you can you can get a, a loan in certain cases with your credit score being as low as five eighty. Well, so uh, when I was buying my house. Uh, I went with conventional. Yes. You didn't have a uh, choice. Right. So, A, why didn't I have a choice? And two, uh, I always heard that conventional, like, was better than FHA. Or like, you, oh, this has this. Like, so you can like, get conventional. It's, and, and people like conventional rather than FHA. Yeah. I mean, seller. my, uh, yeah, I don't know. The seller, the seller shouldn't care as long as they get their money. Usually yeah. the sellers don't like the FHA. Th- there's a stigma behind it because it's, I guess it's, 
I don't even know why. It's really no difference except that your house has to be. This is the only difference. Your the house has to pass basic standards with the FHA and the VA that it doesn't have to pass with a conventional loan. So when it comes to like handrails or safety thing, like certain well, little so things. I can say like I'm I'm gonna place an offer, but I don't care about that. So you can just yeah yeah for the conventional loan, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like in certain if it's if it's egregious, obviously if like the f- stairs are broken or whatever is an issue but for the most part the appraiser is not going to look for the nitty-gritty stuff with the fha it has to it has to pass certain basic standards for health and safety but if you i mean if you have a solid house it shouldn't be that much of a difference you go with the whatever the higher offer is uh they're under in pretty much the same way and it, if you qualify for the fha you, you, it's a solid offer you couldn't do it in your case because you were buying a condo that wasn't fha approved so that's a caveat mm-hmm. condos and condo associations have to be approved by the FHA, and those approvals run out. I think they have 24 months. Every 24 months, the HOA has to reapply and get approved. Um, and it's it's not hard to get it, but it's paperwork, and it's time and effort, and you have to be cognizant of it. Like, I've done one. We can do them in our office. We can help an association uh, apply and, and get approved for it. And then all the condos in that association can use FHA loans. And it helps them market the loans and stuff. But most people aren't going to go above and beyond that, especially if you already own and you're part of the board. Like, you don't really care. Yeah. So that's why you couldn't do the FHA there. But if you wanted to go buy a single-family house or multifamily at the time versus your condo, yeah. you would have been fine doing the FHA. And the other thing why people like conventional loans, is the higher your credit score, the lower the PMI costs are. And your rate, so the FHA has lower rates, but they have a set standard for their PMI. So no matter if you put 20% down or 5% down, you still have to pay PMI for the life of the loan, and it's still at a higher rate than what you, you're going to get for a conventional loan. So that's the biggest, those two differences. But it's still obviously a great program. And if you want to buy a multifamily house, you could put as little as 3.5% down instead of 15% or 25% in the, in the uh, conventional loan cases. Okay. Um, so what were the other things you want to talk about? Okay. So, the, yeah, there's a couple of, like, in your in everybody's area, city, state, town, there's uh, you, you there could be grant programs that people can apply for if you're a first-time buyer. You have to pass certain standards. So you can, again, Google that if you're looking in certain cities in, in our state, like Providence, Woonsocket. Uh, Cranston, I don't think, has them anymore, but Cranston used to. There's, like, these these grant programs. If you qualify, you could basically get your closing costs paid or a portion of it just given to you. And it's not a loan. It's just they give it to you for buying in their town and, and living in the house as a primary residence. Um, local bonds, uh, Rhode Island Housing is a bond program. It's, it's, a, it's run by the state. Um, that's a first-time buyer program. They have first-time buyer programs where no money down programs. They have grants that you can apply for. So those are out there too. Mass housing, Connecticut housing. Every state kind of has their own thing that you could possibly qualify for and apply for. Uh, so there's just a bunch of different first time buyer things, but it's not the end all be all. Cause every, I always get the question, you know, I'm a first time buyer. What can I get? What can I get? What can I get? It's not like you don't get so much rewarded for being a first time buyer, but there are things out there that can work in your benefit. If, if you fought, if you land under a certain criteria, if you're a first time buyer and you're making $200,000 a year in Rhode Island, you're not it doesn't matter if you're a first time buyer or not because you're going to get the same loan program across the board like you're still going to qualify for an FHA loan but anything that's income restricted you can't qualify for anyway so that if you're married and, and the same thing you both make 
above the median income, you're not going to be able to qualify for these programs. These are more for these programs are are for making things more affordable, cheaper up front, and to get you into a house with, um, you know, the American dream basically get you in the house with if you don't have everything perfect. So that's kind of what first time buyer programs are about. What's yeah. out there, and those are the differences, the rules that have changed this year. So hopefully, I think does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So it got a little cheaper. It's good. I mean, it's it's, it's a good thing on the whole. Yeah. It's not, um, you know, nothing's perfect. There's not like, you know, if you make a little bit more money, you, you're not going to get the program. But mm-hmm. you also make a little bit more money. So it, it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's uh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, all right. So if you uh, want to hear more about what's going on this season, uh, we have more episodes coming up. Uh, you can reach Nick at... Uh, TeamKasha.com is the website. Yeah, Mortgages, you got it. Uh, you? YouTube and Instagram. Uh, Facebook as well. And then uh, Nicholas.Kasha at CCM.com. And your license in all of New England plus New York. And New Jersey. And New Jersey. Minus Vermont. Well, no, I'm not in Vermont for some reason. Uh, that's weird. Okay, well, it doesn't really matter. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. Nah, they might. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't sell. I can't. <laughs> can't get mortgages. There. A lot of trees. Yeah, definitely a lot of trees. Uh, okay. All Sounds right. Bye, good. Jesse. Uh, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All see right. you next time, guys. Bye.